Hey guys! Hi! Welcome to Hello Next Level, a personal development podcast to help you navigate uncomfortable times and uplevel your life through personal development, mindset tips, and self-discovery. We are your hosts, Taylor and Kirsten, and we're here to help you uncover your highest potential, support you, and create a community of like-minded, badass girl pals. Hey guys. Hey. Welcome back to Hello Next Level. Um, If anyone noticed, I did not say the number episode that we had last week because I definitely said the wrong one, and so I (laughs) cut it out. So... Uh, It is episode 35, and we are talking today about how your environment affects your life, Um, an environment meaning like the people around you, the space that you're in, I don't know, weather, what colors you surround yourself with, all that kind of nonsense. The smell, the noise, all of it. mm -hmm. Yeah, all of it. So um, yeah, we're really excited to get into this. I feel like we are both really energized to this episode, mostly because we've been talking for a fucking hour and a half before we even <laughs> pressed record. Um, so, you know, we just need to, we needed to get loosened up apparently. So here we are. Real, okay. I'm feeling very loose and I'm real excited for this. Um, but also I was going to say, do we really need to specify what number episode this is every time? No, probably not. This it was is just episode- something that made me laugh. 3,495. Oh my God. I hope we get there. Oh, we will. 100%. (laughs) I don't, even if no one's listening and we're 80, I still want to do this. Um, Mostly just so I can talk to you. (laughs) Can you imagine what we'll be talking about at 80 on a personal development podcast? Like, can you imagine how much the world is going to change by the time we're 80? Like there will never stop being things to talk about. Never, ever. We'll be discussing uh, our wrinkles and <laughs> how how your skincare routine affects your personal development as how, a wrinkly how, old woman. How aging and looking old affects your mental health because it probably takes a toll on you when you're looking in the mirror. Do you notice mm-hmm. that or do you just wake up one day and you're like, oh my God, I'm an old lady. Like you just wrinkle overnight, <laughs> like, like like a t-shirt you- in the dryer. <laughs> You go to bed, you wake up, and you're a raisin. I hope that's not how it works. I hope it's a little more gradual. You know how people describe getting fat in that way, where like they just one day they just like realize that they they got fat. Yeah, is aging the same way? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. I never thought of it like that. This is off um, topic, but would you like to go first on check-ins today? <laughs> yes, I would. My first check-in is like a super fun one. Totally had a breakdown about money yesterday. So, (laughs) uh, well, actually yesterday, by the time this comes out, it'll have been like a week ago. So I'm fine guys. (laughs) Um, but you know, your girl is over here still working on money mindset and imposter syndrome. So just to like, keep it real with everyone, everything we talk about, we're always working on. So we uh we have not mastered anything there's no master class from us when it comes to anything emotional <laughs> so um so yeah just keeping it real you know but on a lighter note <laughs> uh we Giuliano and I went to a birthday party this past weekend and it was i'm pretty sure like the first themed birthday party i've been to 
but it was like one of those where you wear like monochrome outfits and then you like match your outfit to your drink. Yeah. I need to see photos of this because that sounds fun. Yeah. I I think we only took like one group photo, but it was actually like super, it was super cute. And everyone brought like all these like fancy colored drinks that like match them. And, um, some people even brought like snacks that match them. Like I'm pretty sure, um, the person that dressed up in green literally brought like peppers, green beans, broccoli, and like ranch (laughs) dipping sauce. Like it was so, it was so cute. But um, Giuliano wore all brown and drank beer and just stayed safe all night. (laughs) (laughs) And then I actually ended up like dressing all in like a wine color. Like my original choice was pink because I was like, okay, pink wine, that's going to be easy. Mm -hmm. But then my ass doesn't have anything pink in my closet except like (laughs) one Smokey the Bear t-shirt. So, <laughs> so, um, I ended up going with like a wine color, which was perfect. Cause I just drank wine all night. So anyway, it was a lot of fun. And then the next day we went and saw Giuliano's family in Orlando and, uh, watched the jungle cruise movie. I don't know if you've seen that, but like the new one with the rock. Yeah. I watched it recently. I loved it. It was so cute. It was really cute. <laughs> it was like very predictable, but in a cute way. Um, yeah, I, I love that movie. I really like that ride at Disney world too. Cause it's like so dorky and like full of puns. So I was really happy to watch it, but anyway, um, a few more, let's see. First of all, or third of all, we got a great response from our last episode about choosing to be childless. And I kind of just wanted to shout that out because, uh, I'm really happy about it. I was really stoked to do that episode specifically, and I am just so glad that everyone has liked it so far and has listened to it. I'm very curious to know, for those of you that have listened to that episode, your thoughts on it and Mm -hmm. if you related or disagree with us or, I don't know, send us a DM. Like, it's not the end of the episode yet, but you know send us a DM about your thoughts because I love hearing it. I really want to know too, because, um, that in conjunction with, uh, a reel that I just posted about (laughs) being asked about having kids like 24 seven, I don't know. I just, I feel like in my head, I was thinking that it was a lot more of a sensitive topic and people might be less receptive to it because of that. But yeah, I'm, I was kind of glad to see that like people were really open about it and, it feels like there's kind of been some progress made because of it. So yeah, I'm glad everyone liked it. And then also just wanted to say thank you for your grace and everything and like understanding that we couldn't do our live. Recently. My fault. <laughs> no, no, it's like the shit happens and like everyone knows that. So I just yeah. wanted to say thanks for that and we'll get that live going, but I don't know. It's just important to say thank you. So So just because you just sipped that, I'm going to shout out pumpkin spice for coming back (laughs) because I like don't, I don't know. I got really excited about it, even though I'm not a huge pumpkin fan, but if it's like a slight pumpkin taste, I'm like really into it. Like a chai pumpkin. This one is creamy. It's what, what did you get? I don't, I honestly don't know. It was delivered to me. Oh, (laughs) I feel like the like cold the cold brew with like the pumpkin sweet cream thing is like a big deal. I think that's what it is, but also with a little something else. Okay. 
because I love that though because of the color. <clears throat> but anyway, um, pumpkin chai is where it's at. So try that next time. But oh, that just made my stomach hurt because my stomach is so filled with caffeine right now. <laughs> that like that sounds good, but also I think I would puke if I tried to drink that right now. Yeah, if Kirsten sounds jazzed right now, like out of her mind, that's why. Because <laughs> I already had a cup of coffee not that long ago, and then I'm drinking this, and I'm feeling the energy. So, and I just realized it's like 1 p.m. there. Yeah. Oh my god, that is like early in the day. Is that bad? <laughs> no, it's just like like so much caffeine. Like by one o'clock, I love it. That's why you're so like energetic, bunny. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna crash <laughs> hard, but. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, continue with your check-in. I'm just blabbing. No, I was just going to ask you how you're like, what your check-in is. I mean, you're we, so like- strategic with your check-ins and I'm always just give this like very vague like, <laughs> vibe of the past week. You gotta keep and, the people guessing and comment. And then I typically make some sort of dumb comment about the weather for no reason. The weather is important. Okay. The people need to know. I, yeah. I want everyone to know what the weather is like in my current position um my favorite thing though is that like you talk about the weather but then like by the time this episode comes out it's like totally irrelevant because it's like four (laughs) days ago (laughs) yeah I love it though um I'm really I'm struggling right now my check-in um everything's great everything's it's honestly great um I'm still in Oregon I don't really know what else to say my friends are getting married on Friday (gasps) when this episode comes out they will be married so that's cool. Mm-hmm. By the time this episode comes out too, like you'll be getting ready to go again, right? Go go again where? Like back to Florida? No? Yeah? Yeah, on Tuesday. <laughs> that scares yeah, me. Yeah, oh my God. That's so like, uh, it makes it sound so soon. So when you guys are listening to this in a couple of days, I'll be going back to Florida and it really just, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to go. Um, <laughs> although I do want to see Taylor. That's the only Yes. thing that I want to do um, we have some exciting things when Kirsten comes back into town so yes we do but also the, I just don't want to yeah moving on <laughs> <laughs> anyway I don't know what my check-in is I I don't know I haven't I've just been having a good time that's all I can say I don't have any specific details because I don't remember what happened yesterday I don't know what's happening tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> I will say, um, from what you showed me earlier, uh, you got hella sunburnt the other day, which cracked me up. Oh yeah, I did go to the pool and I got sunburnt, which is funny because I used to be tan all the time in Florida. But <laughs> that's one of the benefits to Florida. <laughs> um, I'm gonna cut you off right now. <laughs> but I can't wait when we record next week that we're gonna get a real check-in with like wedding details yeah and so I'm yeah. like already prepping for that yeah no I I apologize this is already a shit show of an episode <laughs> it's exciting though I love it um I also had one other like check-in that kind of comes with a question so mm-hmm. my check-in my last one is that I've been catching up on girls gotta eat that's like my favorite podcast besides our own <laughs> and Well, I guess I'll shout that out like for our audience. Like if you haven't been listening to Girls Gotta Eat, you're totally missing out. They're like a sex positive comedy podcast and they're amazing. And they just had this episode where they had their like dream guest on like 
I don't know. They've been waiting. Like, I think their podcast has been up for like three years. Like they've been waiting three years to get this, uh, Mm -hmm. this person on their podcast. And I won't spoil it in case people want to listen, but it had me thinking like who my dream guest would be, but I'm curious if you have a dream guest in mind since we've started this podcast. Uh, John Cena. (laughs) No, uh, (laughs) you already had a poster of him when we were kids. What more do you want? I want to meet him. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, you know, I would say manifestation, babe, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Catherine Zenkina, because I love her and I love her podcast. Um, but I don't know. That's a really hard question. Like I say her because she's the only person that's coming to mind right now. Aside from <clears throat> we were talking earlier, obviously, girls got to eat girls because that girls got to eat girls. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I think that's what I'm going to say because, well, because I can't think of anyone else. <laughs> they would probably be one of mine, to be honest. Like, what? No, or no budget, babe. I, why are there so many babes? <laughs> <laughs> There's all the babes. Well, it's cool because, so for reference, like, no budget, babe, we found out about because we both listen to girls got to eat. So like, Mm -hmm. apparently we just want all their guests on our (laughs) podcast too. (laughs) So I agree with you. I think that would be really cool. I will say like another one of my like dream guests, it's like not a specific name, but like, I just, I follow so many people in like the, I guess, body kindness world. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I really want to have someone on like that. And I'm just like, scouring Instagram and like articles and books and things like trying to find someone that like speaks to our podcast and also like I feel like it would be really cool to have like an author of a book that we've read on our podcast that would be a dream of mine that's an author on our podcast we're just copying girls gotta eat because that's what they just had the their latest episode is yeah with the author of come as you are Mm-hmm. which I'm so excited to listen to yeah but I agree having an author on would blow me out of the water <laughs> it would be like tailored to both of us too yeah like we're such book nerds like I think oh that would be so much fun we would have so much to talk about I feel like we would just fangirl the whole episode like oh we yeah would just like forget we were there like we were recording <laughs> blackout <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but anyway I just thought that was like mm-hmm. kind of a fun thing I was thinking about because they're on their third year of their podcast and we're almost at a year of our podcast which is really cool um That's crazy to me but it just like had me thinking about it like how many episodes we've had how many guests we've had on like how much we have planned it's just it got me all sorts of excited so yeah Woo-hoo! all right <laughs> But um, back to our topic, environments, how it affects your life, your mental health, things of that nature. Um, I kind of just wanted to start with like, I guess what that means. I mean, we said it a little bit, but like your environment can be like anything from like physical factors, like where you live, um, the people you surround yourself with, like the lighting in your house, the color of your walls, like just the physical things in your area, like clutter, all, all things like that. Um, mm-hmm. Your work but environment. It can, yeah. Your work environment. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it can also be like, there can also be factors like 
more intense things like poverty or the crime in your area or um, environmental racism, things of that nature. And I will just disclaim that we are interested in doing an episode that kind of dives deeper into that stuff, but we want to have a guest on that is, um, has like real life perspective from those things. So we're going to hold off on really mentioning a lot of stuff that has to do with that, but we're looking at it for the future. So I feel um, like this is a very, I don't want to describe it in a way that's surface level episode, but very much like your immediate environment in like a physical sense Mm -hmm. as in like things and maybe people Mm -hmm. not so much like money the the deeper rooted issues exactly like we're not we're not doing a deep dive today yeah exactly well there's so many like aspects to it too like there's so many pieces to your environment if you really like dive deep into Mm -hmm. it that like I mean we would have you guys here for like four hours anyway Um, I mean, at this point, we're already going to be here for like four hours ourselves because because we never stop talking. (laughs) But anyway, yeah. So like your like your office life versus your home life. That's another environment that's like super important. Like we mentioned earlier, like the weather, your even like your social media relationships like that can definitely Mm -hmm. be like social media is an environment that you put yourself in every single day. Yeah, so true. Um. Yeah. So we, we kind of just, we're going to kind of dive into a bunch of those today, like not really in any specific order, but yeah, we kind of just want to make it aware of like how your mental health is affected by all of these different environments, like how we personally have been affected at some points and um, And, yeah, just kind of have a conversation. And a little bit about how you can improve your environment if you Mm -hmm. find yourself in a particularly negative one but you can't immediately remove yourself or change your situation there are things you can do to kind of help yourself in those situations which we'll t- we'll touch on later in the episode yeah exactly so i guess we could just start with like physical factors like i feel like where you live whether it's like immediately like in an apartment or house or whatever mm-hmm. or like even larger, like the city you live in or the state you live in or the like, I don't know, like weather environment you live in, like Florida is a lot different than Oregon, like we've talked Mm -hmm. about so many times. Mm -hmm. That's interesting, like to note, because I feel like two different versions of myself, Mm -hmm. like, or even three, like Delaware version of me, Florida version of me, Oregon version. Although- like I'm the same person. It's just, it's, you can really feel that difference. Yeah, you really can. And I, I agree with you. Like I, when I first moved here, like it was kind of a shock to the system because it was like, I was trying to find this like other identity that I Mm -hmm. hadn't really been created yet. And there was so much about every part of my environment that affected me in different ways. Like the weather Mm -hmm. really affected me because I just like, at first it was cool because I was like, yeah, it's, you know, it's always sunny. It's always warm. And it slowly started to wear down on me because I was like, where are the seasons? Like it it Mm -hmm. just wasn't computing almost. And so it ended up having a huge effect on my mental health because I was like, I don't, it was almost like reverse seasonal depression. Like, you know, like in, uh uh-huh. Uh Yeah. Like in Oregon, when you 
when it's winter time, like people are generally like holed up in their houses or their apartments or their dorm room, whatever. And you don't really go outside unless you're going like to get in your car or going somewhere else that's inside. Um, but here it's a lot different where it's just like that, that darkness, like, like in Florida, you're kind of waiting for winter because that's when it gets cooler. Mm-hmm. But even then, like, there's not really a shift in, like, it's still going to be sunny. It might just be cooler. So mm-hmm. there's not really like a shift of like, like visual seasons. So it was really hard to, to navigate that. And like my mental health suffered for a little bit. I agree. And I felt the same way when I moved. And I, I think part of it is because like that weather was somehow very strongly tied to my my identity like that's how I think of myself or how I thought of myself Mm -hmm. and I think that's a factor too since we're kind of on the topic like tying your identity to people places things and then Mm -hmm. when you lose that you feel like you lose yourself and I think that's what really creates that discomfort and the kind of like freak out mode where you're like what do I do? Who am I? I need to figure out Mm -hmm. how to put myself, like integrate myself into this new environment. Yeah. Actually, or you feel that resistance towards it because you don't want to be, you don't want to be that person. Yeah. Even though it doesn't, it doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter necessarily what you surround yourself. It doesn't have to mean something about you, but it does affect you. And Mm -hmm. if you allow yourself to strongly tie to those things, it can be really painful when you lose them. Yeah. Cause there's, there's a difference between liking something and like attaching yourself to it or attaching Mm -hmm. it to your identity. And I feel like that it happens a lot where it's like, I, I don't know, trying to think of an example, like, Oh, I don't want to wear this thing because I don't want to be seen as like that girl or like Mm -hmm. that person. And I don't like, I don't want to like pumpkin spice lattes because then I'm like seen as that person Mm -hmm. or I'm trying to think like when I'm like when I moved here people were like oh you're from Oregon like do you have a weed dealer (laughs) do you like do you snowboard I don't know you're from the you're from the west coast do you surf like that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff like and it's I feel like that whole thing is like integrated into society too where it's like you know people from Florida are fucking crazy and they'll like, they're not they'll, wrong. <laughs> they're not wrong entirely, but like there's, there's going to be stereotypes for like any mm-hmm. environment that you're in, but you don't necessarily have to attach yourself to them if you don't want to. Like, I you think it's just like what you like. As hard as it is to not attach yourself to that, I think that's the power move and can be so helpful. Like, I, obviously, I still, I still do it sometimes. Like, it's, I'm still working on it. But Mm -hmm. when you're attached, when your space, your apartment, say, for example, when you attach your identity to that thing, you get you become more upset by it when it's not what you want it to be. Like, for example, Mm. um, my previous apartment, I despised it. I hated it. But like looking back on it, I was more upset by it because it to me, it was a reflection of me and it should be a reflection of who I am. So then mm-hmm. when other people s- see that, you're like, oh, no, I don't want them to think of me like this. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my apartment looks gross. Like, I don't want them to think of me like that. 
Yeah. So then you like work yourself up into this like anxiety (laughs) Mm -hmm. surrounding it. And so you think like everything around you has to be perfect. But then that plays into like, I don't know, like catfishing people into like everything around me has to be perfect so that they think I'm perfect. Totally. And then I don't know. You just get upset. And that's like, that's kind of how I would feel about like, whenever someone would come over to our house and we would like all of a sudden have to clean and like mm-hmm. make everything like pretty yeah. because like we've talked about this before, but like my, my room when I was a kid and my room in college was like, it wasn't a mess. It was like an organized mess. Like, Your room shit. was so packed with stuff, but it was like the, it was literally the cleanest room I'd ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like, I just, I like that like chaotic like organized mess feeling because I feel like that is me and like I just like mm-hmm. having like I just like having stuff around like I like being yeah. able to look at things and like that makes me think of that and that makes me happy and I like that picture and all this stuff and so like it just it, it never made sense to me when like I was at my parents house and, and it would just be like pristine and clean because it's like that's not that's not your environment like what like why do you feel like you have to clean up your environment because in reality like the like the blankets would be like strewn across across the couch and there would be dirty dishes in the sink and Mm -hmm. there's going to be shoes on the floor and there's going to be the coffee you forgot on the counter like all that stuff it's interesting though because I get why people or why we feel the need to do that because when I go to other people's houses I definitely take note of Mm -hmm. their house and I definitely make judgments on them as a person whether it's good or bad like based off of that like even when we were kids and I would go to your house and I always thought your room was so cool and even in college I was like it would almost inspire me to want to have more things because I liked (laughs) how many just things you had and how organized it was and it seemed really cool to me so I was like I need (laughs) I need to do that because I want to be cool like Taylor and have a bunch of stuff that's cool for some reason oh my gosh I never realized so much how much of that was like carrying weight though until Mm. like I got rid of it all and moved like it's so that's another thing I wanted to talk about was like decluttering and oh yeah reorganizing your space like that's so that's such a big deal because you're literally like and getting rid of things too, like getting rid of things is like my favorite thing to do. Like, I, I feel like I'm just like shedding old pieces of myself. Like mm-hmm. we talked about this offline a little bit where you were telling me how you just had this inkling to get rid of a bunch of your shit and you weren't really sure why. Mm-hmm. And I, I totally support that because I don't, I, I hardly have anything left from when I lived in Oregon and not in a wasteful way. I always donate my stuff, but it's just like a snake shedding its skin. Like, I feel like you had a snake metaphor one time. Also, oh, yeah. It was so funny. Yeah. I have to go back and listen to that. But it's like a snake shedding its skin. Like these older pieces of you, like you don't resonate with them anymore. You don't need them anymore. So organizing your stuff and decluttering your stuff to make it feel more like you and like whatever emotion that you need like do you need it to be more calm maybe your your walls are a dark color and you need to brighten the space up like Mm -hmm. there's so many things that you can do to make your physical space and your physical environment like more tailored to yourself 
And not that this is a solution to any mental health issues. However, right. I think yeah. what's helped me a lot, and I've read this in a few books, and it was interesting interesting to me, when your mind is really cluttered, it kind of helps to declutter your house and get rid of anything that's not useful to you anymore. Because mm-hmm. in a roundabout way, it kind of helps you let go of thoughts or emotions or things that you also don't need anymore and they're just literally taking up space in your brain and I think that's why I was telling you I just had this intense feeling to get rid of everything I have Mm -hmm. pretty much everything but I also really like being intentional with what's around me and not just like getting rid of everything to like start fresh and buy a bunch of new crap like I don't think that yeah is something everybody should be doing all the time yeah but just slowly picking away and clearing out things that are in the back of your closet for absolutely no reason it kind of creates well it creates space in your house for better things to come in that you actually enjoy and it actually either has a purpose or just makes you happy mm-hmm. and then mentally you're just clearing space in your in your mind for positive thoughts or clarity just literally no thoughts just clear that clear the gunk <laughs> Clear the gun <laughs> of your home and your brain. And also that has reflected in the way I buy things too. Or if I yeah. buy things, like I've become more intentional with buying things like, oh, does this act, do I really, really like this? And if mm-hmm. I buy it and then I take it home and I decide I don't like it, then I just return it Yeah, or donate well, it like, or whatever. It's like that whole like overconsumption thing like mm-hmm. I could go off on like <laughs> the overconsumption of fucking everything but I have like tried to put that into practice as well like just really thinking about things like okay well do I already have a sweater that's similar to this like do mm-hmm. I really like can I give the same feeling with the sweater that I already have because really like it's not it's generally not the thing that you want. It's like the what feeling. you can do with that thing or the feeling that you get when you either purchase that thing or wear it or the reaction you're going to get from others when you have it. Like it's generally when you buy something, you're associating it with a feeling you want to have. So thinking about like either can I get this feeling with what I already have or can I get it another way that doesn't involve getting something that I don't need? Yeah. And cluttering my environment even more. I, I've noticed that a lot with clothes. If I'm going through a period of time where I feel, I guess, self-conscious with my body, mm-hmm. it's almost like buying cute clothes is like a, a band-aid for that. Like, oh, I'll just get cuter totally. clothes. So I feel better about myself. But then when I feel really confident in my body, I don't care as much about what I wear because then I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I look good in anything, which yeah. <laughs> It's just like toxic thought patterns, but we're all working on it. It's fine. So I try to recognize it and I'm like, okay, stop. Like buying those clothes isn't going to, it's not fixing the problem. It's not changing Mm -hmm. my body. Um, It's not helping me learn to accept myself. Mm -hmm. It's just filling up my closet with things that I really don't need. Yeah. But I'm not against buying cute clothes. Like do what makes you happy. (laughs) But just it's interesting to think about the reason behind why you're buying things and why you buy too much crap. I actually just had this thought um, 
in terms of like, I don't know, moving your environment around and like making it different for like mental stimulation, emotional stimulation, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. Like, do you remember when like we were kids and I was always um, rearranging my room? Like Michaela and I were always rearranging our rooms. Mm -hmm. And I think about it now and like, I, I don't know why, but it always made me feel so energized. Like I, w- I was like stepping into a whole new room when I reorganized my room. Like it was I just agree. like, yeah, it was like, it also makes it feel cleaner for some reason. Yeah. Because like you're, you're taking things away from the walls, you're rearranging them, you're moving them back where you want. Everything's like, like clean. And, and just, I don't know, that reorganization feeling is like so nice. And I, I don't know. I loved doing that when I was a kid. And I just, as you were talking, like connected that to what we're talking today, because like, it was just as simple as like, I don't know, maybe I was just like feeling bored with how it it looked or after I reorganized, I would have this burst of creativity and like come up with a Mm -hmm. bunch of new dance moves or something crazy that my self would do. When we were talking about creativity and we were talking about getting out of your typical everyday environment and like Mm -hmm. getting out of the norm, it helps you be more creative. So literally it could be as simple as rearranging your space. Yeah. To totally help you think in different ways. I also want us to talk about situations where you're in a really unhealthy or just unsatisfying environment and you can't, change your circumstances right away what like some steps you can take to improve your feelings about it Mm -hmm. well yeah like for instance when we're quarantined because of covid oh yeah exactly (laughs) or like everyone's like like for me like I'm working from home so like I can't really I mean I could go to a coffee shop if I wanted but like I can't really change the circumstances of my environment yeah or maybe Um, you live with roommates who you don't get along with, or maybe you're mm-hmm. still living with your family and there are issues that are causing your environment to feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot of different situations where you may not be able to change like your immediate environment. And that can be really hard, but like there's always like small things you can do. Like for instance, I mean like we already said, decluttering, things like that, like just get something to get your mind off of, like maybe Mm -hmm. the tension, the uncomfortable feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, Emotional distance is a really good one too. Like whether it's, you know, a a relationship with a person or something like something uncomfortable with another human, let's say. Um, That emotional distance can be just as much of it at an environment change as something physical. Like maybe you're, instead of putting your energy and your emotions, like towards this person, like, I don't know, change it to like talking to your best friend every day or checking in with your dad every day, like something to emotionally get you out of that situation. If you can't get out of that situation. Mm-hmm. And if you are living in a space with other people and I don't know, maybe they're messier than you are or or literally just being in their physical presence is uncomfortable. Make your room like a little safe haven. Mm-hmm. And also you can just literally 
sit down and have a civil conversation with your roommates about whatever's going on. Like that's definitely yeah. an option to help you improve the situation. But I feel like that's just a whole other topic. But just creating a space that you really like, like literally you enjoy looking at and it makes you happy. And also for work environments, I think something super helpful is just being very mindful and paying attention to the little things like get yourself super hyped up for your morning coffee and make it Mm -hmm. a whole ritual just really smell (laughs) really (laughs) smell the coffee like I used to do that when I worked at a coffee shop and I just was done like I didn't want to be there I was irritated so I would before I would go to bed at night I would just make myself think about the morning and how I got to have coffee literally Mm -hmm. that simple I would get excited for just the coffee and I would try not to think about the fact that I didn't like what I was doing I'm like this is temporary try and try and like pay attention to where your focus is and try and shift it from the bad stuff to something as simple as drinking your coffee in the morning something that makes you happy even if it's the tiniest little bit of joy yeah well I like that because um in terms of the work environment, like with my work environment being at home, sometimes it can get really exhausting. Just like thinking about getting up and like sitting in the same place, especially Mm -hmm. because like we just live in a one, one. So it's not like we have like a designated space for my work. Like we don't have an office. I like, if I try to do my work in the bedroom, like I'm sitting on the bed. So then it's nap time. And Mm -hmm. if I try to work in the living room, then the remote's there and the TV's on. So there's sometimes when I go to a coffee shop instead, just as more of like, it's in public, it feels like more like an office setting. Um, But other times, like literally what gets me up in the morning to kind of do the same thing I do every day is just the simple fact that I've like created this little safe haven for myself on my porch of like... Mm -hmm. I just have a chair in the middle of all my plant babies and that Mm -hmm. like it brings me like a sense of calm and it it just it makes me feel more energized like I'll I'll send Kirsten videos um from that little like space or Michaela videos or Brooke or whoever just to like feel like my people are there with me in this like little plant haven and it's just like a small space that is my own. And just like you were talking about, like, it's just something like, it's a relaxing space. It's a calming space. Um, there's like sounds of birds and squirrels and Mm -hmm. smells of flowers and just like the outdoor air, like all, I think what people forget is that like all of your senses should be involved when you're thinking about your environment. Like if something isn't working, like maybe think of it in terms of a different sense, because maybe you're just like, I don't know, maybe you're like, okay, well, the sounds that I'm hearing, like there's, it's just silence here. Like, but if I turn on music, then I'm distracted. If I turn on podcasting, I'm distracted or TV or whatever. Okay. Well, if you're, if changing like the sounds of your environment isn't working, like maybe you need to like work on, um, the physical aspect, like maybe the chair you're sitting in isn't comfortable, or, um, maybe you are sitting here staring at the TV the entire time. So that's all you're thinking about is like, what am I going to watch next? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 
I think it it's super helpful to narrow your focus down on mm-hmm. something. It kind of makes me think of meditating. Maybe it is a form of meditation, but like with you, you're sitting outside with your plants and you're very focused on what's around you in your little safe haven. Yeah. But on the other side of that, if you're in an environment that you despise and then you try <laughs> to focus on everything around you, it can be super overwhelming. So I think it's helpful to then shift that to one individual thing. Or sometimes for me, this is going to be weird, but I'll get <laughs> super, I just feel like overstimulated. And when I'm in that like uncomfortable space, I get easily overwhelmed. Yeah. So I will literally go, I think I said this on another episode, literally go to my bedroom and it could be the middle of the day. I'll turn all the lights off. No sound. No one comes in just there. I'm not taking a nap. I'm literally just laying in the dark. Yeah. Just taking just decompressing. And also I'm not trying to lay there and stew over everything that's stressing me out. Literally just laying there and just breathing, just relaxing. And I'll do that for like 15 minutes. And typically after I do that, I'm calm again and I can rationally think about all the things that are stressing me out. Mm -hmm. And then from there, I think something that can really help when you're in an environment that you don't like is to think of a game plan to get out of like to change it. Like Mm -hmm. think about what your ideal situation would be. And then write down a list of steps you can take to slowly get there. That way you kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel and you don't feel stuck in this space and completely overwhelmed. Like there's no way out. Mm -hmm. Well, also like attached to that, thinking about the environments that you know that you feel good in. Yeah. Like for instance, like, I don't know if I, if I need a quick getaway, if I'm feeling like anxious or I don't know, sad or whatever, it may be overwhelmed. Um, one of my happy places is straight up like my grandparents' house in Oregon. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's so calming. It's very nostalgic. It's very like, very like homey and safe and comforting. And so like, if I feel overwhelmed one day, like I'll literally call them just to talk to them and picture myself there talking to them. That's and, such a good point. Yeah. It's something that I, somewhere that I know that I'm comfortable and like my environment feels good. And even if it's something where like, you can't get them on the phone at the moment, just having like, um, it's kind of like that, like, I don't remember the name of it, like a sparkle list or whatever we put on our glimmer menu. Thank you. Glimmer menu. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like having a glimmer menu of the environments that you feel good in, like a coffee shop with your best friend or in a hammock in the shade, like by the water or your grandparents' house, or, um, I don't know, in bed with your person, like just different environments, being able to like, look at a list of them and like feel the emotions and the feelings that come with those in a good way, because it doesn't always have to be about like changing the environment that you're in. It can just be like changing your mindset or your perception of the environment that you're in. Yeah. that's what I kind of what I was going to say is like that's the ultimate power move is to realize yes things outside of you externally affect and trigger thoughts and feelings but you're still in control and the only environment you're ever 100% stuck in is your own mind and you Mm, can choose 
to think about something else, you can choose to imagine, like you said, your favorite spot, mm-hmm. something that makes you happy. So maybe it's helpful to have some sort of form of detachment from the things around you and focus on sitting with yourself and connecting with your body. I don't know. Do mm-hmm. some freaking yoga if if you if that helps you. Um, but yeah, like it would be helpful to have like a playlist, like it's a not- playlist where you can just like close your eyes and like escape. Exactly. And it's not necessarily the things that are forcing you to have this emotional reaction. Like, yes, it triggers that in you, but you can either, like we've said before, feed those emotions by constantly thinking about it or find a way to move through them and get to the other side. I don't know where I was going mm-hmm. with that, but <laughs> it's it's more so when you can't change your environment, you can change your reaction to it. Exactly. That's all you can control is like your reaction to different things. Yeah. So just think about like your perception of that environment. And it was kind of similar to what you were talking about with uh, your old apartment, like your perception of that apartment was that it was a reflection of you and you didn't like that reflection. And so Mm -hmm. your perception of it was very negative. And now looking back on it, you're like, it really wasn't, it really wasn't that bad. Like it was just my thoughts about it. And the way, the way I got through that, because I mean, I lived there for over a year, was to focus on wh- what I could, which was my mindset about it and mm-hmm. creating spaces within that overall environment that felt good to me and then mm-hmm. focusing on those things and kind of yeah. like blurring out, <laughs> blurring out the things that I didn't like. Yeah. Which kind of led to a light acceptance of those things mm-hmm. yeah yeah exactly you, and you don't have to love it but you can accept it yeah and really just reminding yourself that like for the most part generally um your environment can be temporary mm-hmm. like in terms of an apartment like the lease is going to end sometime of course there's other factors like you know like financially it might not be possible or there's definitely different factors to think about, but overall, generally, like your situations are, are usually temporary. So there's, there's going to be a light at the end of the tunnel, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, there always is. Mm-hmm. I, I also wanted to like mention too about some mental health impacts, like specifically almost like there was a website that I found called verywellmind.com. I love that website. where I found these. Yeah. And it was talking about how there's like generally five ish main things that like impact your mental health. And that's like the aesthetics of a place, the sensory, like the senses that you're working with, the people in that space, the culture and values around you and like your familiarity. Mm -hmm. And I I feel like we have a lot of experience with the familiarity aspect because of like our big move and everything, but I just wanted to see if this like brought on anything. So the aesthetics of a place, meaning like clutter generally equals like overwhelm, anxiety, things like that. Like when, just like you said, when your space feels cluttered, your mind can feel cluttered. Mm -hmm. Um, whereas like keeping things tidy or keeping things at least like maybe it's, you know, chaotically tidy, like my 
college room was, but whatever tidy means to you, that's going to bring a sense of calm for you. And also like having colors and things around you that are meaningful, like are really things that are going to boost your mood. So, I mean, sometimes I know we were talking earlier about just like decluttering your space and getting rid of things you don't need and kind of talking about the overconsumption of things when you don't feel good. But if there's something that genuinely like you feel good when you see it and you feel like it's going to add like a benefit to your life, like if it's, I don't know, a a, chair, yeah, a chair, a tiny little Buddha in the corner, like, I don't know, whatever it could be. Like if it's something that is going to add to your life and you feel like I see that and I immediately feel good, get it get it and put it in your space as like a safety almost. I was going to say that in regards to if you, I don't know, work an office job that you despise. Yeah. Yeah. Bring your favorite little succulent and put it on your desk. Mm -hmm. You know, make the space as pleasing to you as possible because it makes it easier to cope with everything else. Yeah, exactly. And then the next one, like your senses, basically, we kind of already touched on this, but like the lighting is like lighting's been more important than I realized because our apartment has like none of it. So we mm-hmm. kind of have to create it like, you know, lamps, string lights, all that stuff. Like, but I didn't realize how much of an effect that had even natural light, natural light's been a huge thing for me, but, um, lighting temperature, the sounds around you, the smells around you, the color palette around you, because generally if, if your space is dark and feels very cold, like that can potentially bring out those like heavy emotions in you that Mm -hmm. you're, that you're not wanting. And I will say some people's aesthetic is that like dark and cold vibe and that's fine. Like some people, yeah, some people are more like accustomed to like, I don't know, the like dark forest green or like the Navy blues that like make your space a little darker. Mm -hmm. Um, and some people need like white and yellow and like just these bright colors. So it Mm -hmm. all depends on your preference, but you know how on accident, you know, how grossed out I was by the color of the walls in my old old apartment. Yes. They were like, it's such a little thing, but they were like this pea yellow color. They were just so gross looking. (laughs) And it made the whole apartment look dirty. And I'm the type of person where I, I hate that. I hate clutter. I hate dirtiness. I want things to be clean and appealing to my eyeballs at all times. Mm-hmm. So I get really, I've tried to be, I'm trying to be better about it because like sometimes it's over the top, like calm down. <laughs> Not everything has to be spotless all the time, which I have gotten better about it, but <laughs> It it really annoyed me for a long time. And towards the end, I like kind of accepted it, but it was also helpful knowing that I was leaving. So yeah, yeah, that's fair. You were able to change your environment anyway. So yeah, something exactly. to look forward to. Yeah. Another one that we uh, talked about a lot on this episode, um, the people around you affecting your mental health. I didn't really think about this one a lot, but indirect and inconsistent communication can like have negative effects on your mental health, obviously. And I, I don't know why. Childhood. uh, Yeah. (laughs) I never really thought about like the, the inconsistencies with communication, like how that can, I don't know, kind of bog you down sometimes. And 
in terms of the indirect communication, like I feel like that's why sometimes I get so exhausted with social media because mm-hmm. like it's, it is there and like you're seeing people's lives and you're, you know, talking to people via social media, but it is technically like indirect form of com- like communication almost. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that can be exhausting. Like sometimes you just feel like you need like the physical person there and just like having to type out that message, think about that message, send the message, whatever feels like too much. And there's, there's a barrier there because you're not seeing any feedback from their facial expressions or the tone of their yeah. voice. So it's like, it, I don't know, it's tough in that way where, mm-hmm. I mean, we just, we need to see each other. We need to touch yeah. each other. We need to hang out, mm-hmm. which I've, I feel like a lot of people can relate to that after being in quarantine, but yeah, exactly. So like with that, I don't know, that kind of like negativity in terms of people, like that can be a huge form of stress, but then also on the opposite end, like sharing your space with people that you like, that you trust, that you love, that you like, Mm -hmm. like to be around can really bring a sense of calm. Like literally sometimes it's just like being around a person that you care about that like makes you feel better, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The culture and values side of things, like connecting with people on a deeper level. I really like that because I feel like that's so much of like what we talk about on this podcast, just like the culture of the things around us, um, the values of others. Like, I feel like we just like to break down stuff like that. And so that was just a point I wanted to make too. That's like one of my favorite parts of like the mental health impact. Like that's something that I guess helps me the most is having those deep connections with people. Like immediately if we get together and hang out and like, we have this like really deep conversation about something like totally off the wall that we were just thinking about or read an article about, Mm -hmm. like, I love that shit. That re-energizes me so much. I, I, I need that to survive. Like I love talking about, that's why this podcast is so good is because we talk about everything Mm-hmm. And I don't know what I would do if I couldn't have those types of conversations. I know, like, right? It's, and it's, it, it's so much fun, but it also feels like a release, but also you mm-hmm. gain something too. You learn something, yeah. you let some emotions out, you explore some things, and it's mm-hmm. just, it's all around a good time. Well, because there's so many things like that both of us care about. So mm-hmm. it's helpful to like release that, like you said. And then the last one, like, the familiarity aspect, like I really like this one because I feel like it ties a lot to like the relationships you have as an adult versus like the relationships you had with a kid, like as a kid, um, like it's very, uh, directly tied to like your inner child kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel like, like if your relationships, um, or your disorganization, like those negative environmental feelings like remind you of a difficult time Mm -hmm. um or if they like make you flash back to like this negative experience you had or um remind like if you meet someone and they remind you of a shitty person you used to have in your life like that can cause a lot of anxiety and like oh yeah negative feelings you know I I really feel that and it's interesting because I think when those emotions come up I'm kind of like oh, here's something that I didn't know I was harboring. 
Maybe I mm-hmm. should take a look at why I feel that way. For example, going to Welch's. I <laughs> don't like it. Like I all I have plenty of happy memories there. Plenty of them. Mm-hmm. Nothing that I feel like I don't feel like there's anything that still necessarily bothers me a whole ton. And as I'm saying that, there's a voice in my head going, <laughs> that's what you think. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But, but clearly there is something still that bothering me because when I have gone to Welch's and I went to my brother's house where we spent a decent portion of our childhood, I became completely overwhelmed for no reason with emotions. Mm-hmm. And I, I had to leave. Yeah. Like I had to leave and I don't feel like I cry super, super easily, but I, on the way home, I was crying in my car mm-hmm. and I don't know why. Like I just became well, so uncomfortable. It felt like I was back in that environment again and I, I had to leave. I felt so bad too, because I was there for like 15 minutes and then I was like, I made some excuse, <laughs> which I probably should have well, just told, told my brother, but that's like that's what happened to me too when I took Juliano to Welch's for the first time I like I was really excited on the way there and I was like yeah he gets to see this and this and like it was like immediately after we turned onto that driveway I was like all of this like heavy shit just like fell Mm -hmm. back on my shoulders and I was like like why don't I feel as happy as I did driving on the highway right now like thinking about it makes me happy and like for the most part thinking Mm -hmm. about it makes me like reminiscent I'll say yeah but then I get there and I'm like ew get it off me yeah it's like you're being sucked into this vortex of all of those things yeah and I feel like I feel like it would be different if you me and Michaela were there together I feel like if if us three like if we were to go walk through like the playground at Welch's it would be completely different feeling than me going by myself I think if we all went together, it would be helpful, actually, like, because mm-hmm. I feel like it would be you'd have your support system there and people who you have experienced, like who were there with you, for one. And also we would just cry. We, I feel like we would all just cry. We I can just see it right now. Like we would sit in that corner with like between the wall and the fence and we would just like. I would not know what to do. I think I would cry I, so hard. I just feel like that would be such a a release. Like I feel like we we could just take it. Oh my god, this needs to happen. Like we could just walk through everything, walk through all the emotions, cry it out, and then leave it there. Leave it there and move on. It's like it's like that whole thing. Oh, I was gonna mention this earlier too. It's like when you well, I was going to mention this for when you said, like, when you can't get out of an environment, like literally mm-hmm. write things down and burn it. Like, oh, yeah, I feel like we would need to have a ceremony like that. Like, we would just yeah. need to have like a can and we need to like we need to like verbally put all of our thoughts into this can and then just light it on fire. I feel emotional just talking about that. We need to make this happen, especially because yeah. like us three, like we've gone through some shit and we have been all over the place. Mm-hmm. I feel like it needs to come back together in that corner in Welch's and yeah. we need to like let it all the fuck go. That feels so good. It we need to make good. it happen. Yeah. <laughs> Letting go of our <sighs> environments, people. <laughs> yeah, that sounds so, uh, that's a therapy session right there. 
I know. Right. I, I just, I think it's so important to think about like the, like your thoughts about the environment versus you physically being there. Like that can sometimes be so different and it can be really, it can be really jarring. Cause sometimes you don't expect the emotional response that you get when you're, when you put yourself back into an old environment. Mm -hmm. So weird. Like, yeah, like I did not expect myself to freak out like I did. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but at the same time too, like those like positive things, like if you have positive memories associated with certain environments, like that can like boost your mood too. Mm -hmm. Like just, yeah. I mean, it can, it can create like that positive connection just as easily as like like negative ones can. When I, just like with people, like when you're around certain people, they kind of spark emotions within you. Like yeah. When, when we hang out together, it's a good time. Like mm-hmm. I know it's, what it's, to expect when I, when I'm with you yeah. before I even am with you. It's interesting too. Cause like, even if I'm in a positive environment, like us hanging out, but I have negative things to talk about, they don't seem as harsh mm-hmm. because my environment is positive. Like, I feel like if, yeah. we, if we're in a negative environment talking about negative things, it's probably going to feel heavier than if, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if I, if I'm with someone that I had a falling out with or don't enjoy very much, like those, those negative things are going to be in my, my forefront, like whether I like it or not, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. so it affects so much about like your mental health, where you're at, who you're with all the things like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. <sighs> This was a great conversation. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I hope we like gave some, I guess, like tangible tips on like mm-hmm. how to like different ways to create the environment that you want. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And a lot of it, I think is just figuring out what you want and taking steps to get there and, mm-hmm. and reminding yourself that every situation that you're in is temporary. Yeah, Exactly. And even if like the physical aspect isn't temporary, like your mindset can mm-hmm. shift in two seconds. Like, yeah. just like you, you were saying, that's the environment you have the most control over is your yeah. mind. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably here to work on your mindset. So, uh-huh. and that's the first step is acknowledging that your mindset is something that can change. Mm-hmm. You're not stuck thinking. And then you, can, and then you can work on changing it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But you guys, I hope that you liked this episode. It was really fun for us to talk about. And, um, you know, one day we'll have an update where we, we'll, where we're like, we just got back from Welch's and we just had our like shebang and now it's all gone. <laughs> one day we're going to, that's going to be our yeah. update, <laughs> but we'll see. I love that. Yeah. Um, but as always, you guys can find us on Instagram at hello and pod. Uh, be sure to look at the link in our bio uh, for all of our, our links. They're also all in the show notes too. DM us as Kirsten likes to say, uh, let us know what you think about our episodes um, and what episodes you guys would like to hear in the future. We have a lot of fun ones coming up, like for the rest of 2021, which is not so. And yeah, we're, we're still working on some exciting things for you guys and we just appreciate you all. So thank you for being here. Yeah. See you next Sunday. Bye. Bye. Bye.